Do you remember what the bears were called? The family was called? They were the Berenstein Bears, right? The what? Uh, the Berenstein Bears. The Berenstein Bears, right? I think so. Okay. Did you actually know that they were called the Berenstein Bears? guys, it's July 2018. I'm Oscar. I'm Jenny. And I'm Bugs. And we are the new Nostalgia Podcast. So, what have we been up to? What have we been listening to? What have we been watching? Other than letting the summer consume me? What have I been watching? I don't know. Let's start with, let's start with you, Stephen. What have you been watching, listening to? Nothing. I'm still in that same boat I've always been in. I want to watch stuff, but I've never really watched anything. Do you feel like you're just going through, like, the circle of, like, watching stuff that you've watched over and over again? Yeah, more or less. Because it's, like, comfortable? It's comfortable and familiar to me because if, if I go outside the spectrum, I feel like I might might feel a little bit of disappointment. <laughs> what have you been listening to? Uh, still Vaporwave here and there, but actually today was a big change-up. Uh, it was actually somebody who just seated me with a little phrase... And it made me think of Eminem. So I went back, listened to Eminem's uh, very first album, the Slim Shady LP, and just wanted to... That's my... That, for me, was, was middle middle school. And I remember every bit of that freaking album, everything front and back. And I actually went through the Slim Shady, the Marshall Mathers LP. Yeah, Today was like re- re- going down a memory lane. It was just really intense again. But I love those two particular albums. Nice. <laughs> Tim Young and Fast and Quippy. Now you can hear him in Relapse and Refill and his other ones, and he's kind of slow and lanky. He's not as fast as he once was. He's not as quick. He's not as quick, but still, I will give him on Rap God. What have you been listening to and watching and everything? Okay, um, recently, I think... What have I been watching? I saw Ant-Man and the Wasp. It was good. I think it's... I saw Ant-Man and the Wasp, and I saw Jurassic World 2. I don't know, Fallen Kingdom. And how was that? I know we talked about what we expected uh in our last podcast and steven and i have not watched it mm-hmm. uh and to be completely honest i don't really want to so atman the wasp or oh, we'll go do that one first i think that's like probably the closest thing that they're gonna have to like the marvel-esque comedy family movie because it's very like it's very lighthearted. it's very cute um it's just a good time jurassic world the fallen kingdom to me is like if you go in with the expectations of watching a Jurassic Park movie, you're going to be let down because it does feel like filler. Like, once you get to the end and you watch how it ends, you're like, oh, that's where they want to go. But really? you, you had to watch an entire movie <laughs> just to, figure just it. to get there. <laughs> oh, brother. That's but like... It's frustrating because it's like, the first part of the movie, it's like there's two parts. The first half is... Like, they're on the island, and the reason why they're there doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. And then the second half, they're, like, in, like, this facility house thing, and it also doesn't make a lot of sense. But once they get to the end and you see what they wanted to do, how they wanted to end it off, you're like, oh, okay, now I get it. And then you're like, okay, the third part could actually be good, maybe. But (laughs) you get to watch all of that for... So filler. Yeah. So we're I guess we're technically gonna get a third film. I mean well, I think they that's set the it up. Point. It's it's definitely the second movie in a trilogy. But like, you know how sometimes they're good? I think in this case 
this case, Adam. The I'm, shade I'm, of it all. <laughs> it comes out. Um, and what have I been listening to? I have a bunch of like summer playlists that I've put together on my Spotify. So I'll just like it's just a compilation of songs. So nice. Yeah. What have I been listening to? Well, okay. When it comes to summer, my summer playlists mostly consist of 60s, like, pop. Like, girl groups of the 60s and kind of Motown stuff. That's usually what I have, what I'm in the mood for in the summer. (laughs) I have this playlist, this one playlist that's nothing but, like, the Ronettes and, like, the Shirelles Mm. and and, um, Leslie Gore and... The Temptations and so on and so forth. And then some 50s doo-wop and stuff. So, like, I'll get, I'll wake up in the morning and, and get in the shower. And that's usually what I'm listening to and singing in the shower. And that's the kind of mood I'm in. Later on in the summer, like, around when it gets closer to school, I guess, what, later August, I notice that I tend to get into, um, like, later 60s. Uh, mm. And I have this other playlist that I titled um, uh, Summer of Love. And that's more of the hippie, psychedelic 60s playlist. And then that goes into my classic rock stuff. Like, it's it's weird. Like, my my mood in, throughout the year, that's my... That tends to be my pattern. I don't know why. <laughs> but it just is. Um, and then full October, full on 80s and goth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 80s goth, new wave. <laughs> watching, I just finished watching the second season of Anne with an E, and I am really was really excited about it. So if you don't know what that show is, it's Netflix's rendition of Anne of Green Gables. And I really, really, really love the books, and I really, really love the original Sullivan version from the 80s. And that was aired on what? Well, it's a miniseries. I never watched it on TV. My aunt owned them on VHS, and that's how I watched them when I was little. And I actually owned two of them on VHS. I own the... So the first one is Anne of Green Gables, and the second one, the second miniseries is Anne of Avonlea. And then the third... There's actually a third one that I didn't know until way later that there was a third part called Anne, the Continuing Story. I don't think it follows the books, or a lot of people weren't really... Didn't really like that one all that much. I think it's great because it was the same actors playing the characters, so that's important. (laughs) The first two were great. The Netflix version of Anne with the E is really, really, really cool um, because it deals with a lot of modern issues, but like how it would have been in the early 1900s in Canada. (laughs) So uh, you can see why a lot of people don't like it being a little darker, but I personally do. I mean, I, I think it's a really, really great idea. I really, really like the actress that they picked for Anne because that's really it's hard to nail that kind of a character I think Megan Follows who played the original Anne to me is the best one like she's just the best one and I'm always comparing every every other actress who plays Anne Shirley to her and this is the only one other one that I'm totally okay with It's like, okay. And I've also, I'm waiting for, I guess, the last episode of uh, The Handmaid's Tale to finish off that season. It should be intense. I get major anxiety every time I watch that show, but it's so good. I can't stop watching it. I watched the first episode of the first season and I didn't hate it. It's not like it was bad or anything. I just didn't keep watching it. There's no grasp. Like, I liked it. I was just not completely like, ooh, I gotta gotta watch the next one. There's something about it. But it was good. 
Okay, so I've been literally bugging everybody to take me to <laughs> to Won't You Be My Neighbor. I really want to watch the Mr. Rogers documentary so bad. Really, really bad. So I'm hoping to be able to go and watch it very, very soon before all of a sudden it's not in theaters anymore. And I expect to cry, like, a lot. Fred Rogers is one of my heroes. But it's funny because you also had a theory that you think the reason why they... And I'm sure... I'm hoping this is confirmation that they already did cast Tom Hanks as Fred Rogers for the autobiopic. Oh no, his son, uh, Fred Rogers' son, actually confirmed that fact. Okay, I had shown you that Drunken History, which had Colin Hanks. You showed that to me. Yeah, I, at least I think so. Yeah, Colin Hanks was uh, in uh, Drunken History on, Com- on Comedy Central doing an episode as Fred Rogers. And then it's funnier that his father's now going to play him. But yeah, no, I, I kind of wondered if the reason that they sh- that they casted Tom Hanks was because Colin Hanks played him in Drunk History. Well, my obsession with Twinkies has subsided. <laughs> <laughs> Update. <laughs> Only because the other thing I was like, what, what were we... With the snacks With the we... snack obsession. <laughs> It is it, it it subsided, but it also has gone now to cupcakes. The hostess cupcakes. No, not really. Yeah, I don't think there's anything that I'm really like gung ho about, like having <laughs> as a snack this month. I tried those poppables, and I hate those. <laughs> oh, I know what I've been eating. What I've been eating like constantly oh, that no. I never ate before, like on a regular basis, is frosted flakes. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> like all of a sudden. I'm like, I, I want Frosted Flakes for breakfast in the morning. Mm. So I'm just like eating cereal in the morning, like like specifically Frosted Flakes, because I'm craving that with banana. Okay. And I like, that's what I want in the morning. And that's what I've been eating this whole past month. What I like about them is so far, I mean, I, when I've been grabbing them, it's not a, it's so, it, it brings me back to childhood is that they had actually toys in the cereal. Oh, yeah. They still have toys in the cereals? Well, this, I guess because of the the Promotion. Jurassic Park thing. Oh. So they have, um, it's not exactly a toy. toy. They It's a little like a dinosaur popsicle mold. Mm-hmm. And so that's what they have in the cereals. So we've gotten two. They're pretty cool. Bring back the color changing spoons. Oh, that'd be cool. <laughs> So I guess that's what we're what what we've been consuming figuratively <laughs> and this past month. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So then the next thing that we wanted to go into was uh, what was what were the big movies and and I guess songs from thirty years ago. Today, thirty years ago. So we were talking about the songs that was number one on Billboard in nineteen eighty eight, and mm-hmm. that was the so, Flame. What? That's what it was called. Yeah, The Flame was number one. By Cheap Trick. And I was like, what song is that? And then, yeah, then Oscar played it, and I was like, oh, that's... Or you played it, Steven, and I was like, oh, that song. And I'm all singing to it, and I was like, I didn't even realize that was was Cheap Trick. And as we're listening to it, we're like, is that from a movie? Yeah, it totally sounds like it's it's from a soundtrack. Totally sounds like it's from a soundtrack, and it also totally sounds like it's a totally different band. Like, I wouldn't have, like... I mean, you hear some... You... Okay. Making sure that's right. Surrender is cheap trick. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I want you to want me. Yeah. Right? Why do I think that's Peter Frampton, though? I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know why you would think that's Peter Frampton. 
That's most definitely cheap trick. Then Peter, Peter Frampton, Frampton is, is baby, me. I love you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> my mind is like. <laughs> you had a very like <laughs> today. I learned moment. That's yeah. funny. <laughs> it's like. Yeah, before the show, we also learned that chartreuse is a color of green. <laughs> we chartreuse was... is a color of green. Uh, yeah, we were like, it's like, what do you think of when you think of the word chartreuse? I don't know why chartreuse. it makes me think of, what, chartreuse? Yeah. Makes me think of like a pink color or something. It makes something. me think of red, yeah. Yeah, it does. Like I can imagine someone saying, the rose is a chartreuse. Yeah. yeah, and when it actually, it's very green. Yeah. <laughs> Not a Shrek like green, but green. (laughs) (laughs) So, the number one movies from July 1988. So, 30 years ago was Die Hard and A Fish Called Wanda. I think it's funny because Die Hard now is being remade by The Rock. What? What? It's not. It's oh my god! <laughs> have you seen the Have you seen the previews for Skyscraper, which is oh, pretty god. much like Die Hard on steroids? <laughs> <laughs> wow, no. you all got pissed. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, it's a it's a staple. I mean, it's kind of like oh, if my brother heard that. He... Uh, the, okay, the, I was about to say the first thing I was thinking was Brian's gonna be mad. <laughs> <laughs> my brother loves that film. Like to like he you always ask him what is his favorite. Favorite five Bruce Willis movies. It's die Hard, Die Hard, Die Hard, Die Hard, Die Hard, and Die Hard. Or, I'm sorry, I missed the last one. Die Hard with a Vengeance. Um, <laughs> no, but that no particular... Die Hard too. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't. Like, you can ask him until he's blue in the face. Like, that particular film. And, it, and I haven't brought it up with him, but I always wanted to. But to actually argue the point, I'm pretty sure we did. With the Christmas? If it is a Christmas movie. Yeah. It, totally it is. It takes place during Christmas. <laughs> Why wouldn't it be a Christmas movie? Most or people wouldn't be considered. People don't like it. Like it to be considered. A Isn't Christmas. that the whole point? He's yep. getting trying to get home to his family. Isn't that? <laughs> or no? What is it? He's trying yeah. to. Yeah. He's trying to save his family, mm-hmm. or trying to get to his family, just like Home Alone. <laughs> 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 okay. What was the number? What was the top headline this week or today? Thirty years ago. All right. It was Sunday under the sign of cancer. The U.S. president was Ronald Reagan. That's why I was doing that. I found another website that's like, that says, at this point in 1998, a major thing was a new drug crack appears. 1998? 1988. 1988. What? Crack appears. Crack is whack, guys. A derivative of cocaine and is increasingly found in U.S. cities. So crack was the name of the game in 1988. Wow. One gallon of gas was 91 cents. Wow. So, so the last wow. time... So, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Do your best Owen Wilson impression. Um, average rent was 420. What? 420. Uh, average income um. was t- was 24,450. No, average found... income, 21,000? 24,000. Oh. Dur cheap trick after two weeks drops. July twenty third. Hold on to the night. By Richard. Richard night. Richard Marks was the. Hold on to the memory. The Democratic National Convention at Atlanta, Georgia, nominates Michael Dukakis as their presidential candidate, and Lloyd Benson as his running mate. And then July twenty sixth, the death of Tate. Roland leads way to publicize rumors of a satanic cult in the rural 
community of Childress, Texas. Okay, the Kilroy murders happened this year too, huh? It, or not this year, in Mark 1988. Kilroy, I don't... It could be. Ooh, 89. What's the deal in with... March 14th, because it was during spring break. What's the deal with satanic cults in, in the, 80s. the 80s? Like A lot of cocaine, real. obviously. A lot of cocaine. God damn it. I fucking love that skit. Cocaine. <laughs> okay. In the 1970s, I was into Lindsay Buckingham and cocaine. <laughs> Witchcraft. Witchcraft. Lindsay Buckingham and cocaine. Wow. In this one, it says the syringe tide was the first reported of medical waste on the beaches in the greater New York area. Hypodermic needles were syringes infected with AIDS virus washed upon shore of Long, Long Island. Subsequent medical waste discoveries on the beach of Coney Island, Monmouth County, New Jersey. Well, well, now we know we stay away from New Jersey. I mean, that's another one <laughs> besides yeah. the awful smell. <laughs> Zing. What's that smell? That's just Jersey. <laughs> Sorry, any listeners we may have in Jersey. <clears throat> Sorry. But you know the smell. <laughs> <laughs> you know. You know what you get. <laughs> you know what you're working with. What if they turn to us and go, what smell? <laughs> you know, some people say that the, the Riverwalk smells. So Yeah, that's, I guess. Well, like, it does. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, have you ever thought that you learned something and found out that it was completely wrong? <gasps> Whatever do you mean, Oscar? Like, did you know that Nelson Mandela did not die in the 80s, <laughs> but he actually died in 2013? What? I thought I read that in a book. That's right, guys. We're talking about the Mandela effect. Yes, and we figured we had to do an episode on it since, you know, everybody's talked about it for at least two years now. And I think it'd be interesting for us to talk about it because we can talk about it in a point of view of, you know, nostalgia, but also like... Jenny, you can get into, like, what a false memory is. Yeah, that's totally true. So. Um, one of my, I guess one of the things that I hadn't mentioned, it's kind of gone beyond one of my monthly favorites, but what's become a total uh, habit now, and a good one, I think, one of the podcasts I've totally uh, been listening to for the past several months, probably since the beginning of the year, has been a psychology podcast called Unpopular Culture. I found them while listening to a podcast about Black Mirror and it's um, the psychology behind Black Mirror and they're this they're that's kind of like their side podcast their main podcast is the one I just mentioned which is unpopular culture and they talk about all like really really interesting topics dealing with psychology that not very many people talk about like they like to talk like they call, anyone who's a patron a stalker (laughs) and uh, they do it because they did an episode on different kinds of stalkers serial killers things like that they've done an episode on like brainwashing and like what happened with patty hurst um they've talked about different kinds of cults things like that it's really really interesting the main uh creator on that podcast his name is michael drain he is a licensed psychotherapist and he's just Like, I really like listening to him talk. He's not, like, uptight or a douchebag. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, he's easy to listen to and relate to. Like, I feel like I can talk to this guy if if I were to ever meet him in person. And I feel like he's, yeah, 
Like, he's relatable. He's personable. And his co-host, um, her name is Corey Stewart, and she's a graphic, I think she's a graphic artist. And she's really, really cool, because while she doesn't have, like, any credentials or anything like he does in psychology. Like the background? Yeah. She can pick up on things really, really well. And so their banter is really, really good. And then they also have another guy um, who kind of covers, like, tech and stuff. And uh, I'm totally giving him a, a plug on this. <laughs> I don't care. They're amazing. Everybody should listen to them. <laughs> and it's just really, really cool. And so they did an episode on the Mandela Effect. It kind of made me think, well, we should do one on, we should talk about the Mandela Effect too. And he was talking about how um, how it has to deal with uh, false memory, how a lot of things have to do with false memory. And like... I guess the big question is, not the big question, but the whole point of the Mandela Effect, why it's such a big deal now, is because everybody feels like all of a sudden everything's changed. Are we like in a parallel or alternate universe? Like what the hell happened? Is this just the Matrix resetting itself? Right. (laughs) We're living in a simulation. Yeah. That's just really, really interesting. So it's pretty much anything that you feel that you grew up thinking was true, only to find out years later that... It wasn't true. It wasn't true at all. So what was the biggest one besides the Mandela, like literally the Nelson Mandela dying? Well, did that ever actually affect either of you? I don't think so. I think I remember hearing that he died in 2013, and I never really thought he had died earlier. Yeah, I, I agree with Oscar on that one. I, I for one, was doing that on a whim. Uh, that was actually part of the plug. Uh, <laughs> That's cut it up. Um, but no, I wasn't really affected by it because I was, I had really thought he hadn't passed away. I just, I, when I, once I heard it, I was like, oh, okay. But I had felt like in my mind, I'm thinking, well, like maybe he might have, but eh, I don't have factual proof, so I don't know. But when I heard it, yeah. I specifically remember reading it in a textbook. I really, really do. I was like in seventh grade reading it in my English class. Yeah. I, I specifically remember reading in a textbook and it being talked about by my teacher. And it was just one of those facts that you kind of like just store in your brain and mm-hmm. just never really think about again. And then when Ho- uh, Hotel Rwanda came out, um, he died like the year after, right? Mm-hmm. And so all of a sudden everybody was like, wait a minute, I thought he died. And I was one of those people who was like, wait, I thought he died. Like, I and- really do wonder though if it was something that like was published and was like miss. Like, it wasn't just something that people got wrong, you know. It was from, just, like, misreported. It yeah, like, it was misreported. Fake news. <laughs> <laughs> Fake and, like, news. It, it got out for a little bit, and then it's like, oh, no one fact-checked that one yeah, little part. Yeah, that's probably what happened. I mean, like, totally true fact-checked. Like, nobody fact-checked it. You're, that's probably very accurate. Yeah. So, I, it's like, in that in this, on, this only case, I feel like, in that sense, it's like, okay, I can understand how that could happen. But then, like, the other one, the other big one that everyone brings up when they bring up the, the Mandela effect is the Berenstein, Berenstain Bears no. like, yeah. thing. Which, that one, to me, yeah. I mean, I remember, like, I, I went home this past week and I asked my dad if, if he remembered the Berenstein Bears. And he was like, yeah, I remember the Berenstein Bears. I'm like, well, did you know it was Berenstain Bears? He's like, no, it was Berenstein Bears. You know and then what? he even asked me, like... You know, how is it spelled? Should we call my mom? Okay. <laughs> I wonder if it would actually work. Maybe she'll be like, I don't remember at all. <laughs> she'll be like, well, I don't know, maybe. Go for it. <laughs> Hello? 
Hey, Mom, are you busy? Yes, I'm Go ahead. Oh, I have a question for you. You're not going to even precursor. Do you it? remember those little books? I remember you, I think there was what, what was it called? I think like something about me and mom shopping or something like that. I, remember, I specifically remember the book. But it had to do with those those bears, the family of bears. That uh-huh. Were, uh-huh. Do you remember what the bears were called? The family was called? They were the Berenstein Bears, right? The what? Uh, the Berenstein Bears. The Berenstein Bears, right? I think so. Okay. Did you actually know that they were called the Berenstein Bears? <laughs> that is the best reaction. <laughs> but why though? <laughs> no, seriously. Like they're called the bear but I remember them that's that's kind of um a weird thing. Everybody remembers them being called the Berenstein Bears. But if you look at the way it's spelled, it's Berenstein. Really? Yeah. Huh. Isn't that weird? Yes, it is weird. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I just wanted to just wanted to see your reaction on that because I specifically remember those books and you reading them to me. Yeah, mommy, you little girl, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Love you. Bye. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Even my mom remembers the Berenstain Bears. I bet you your mom's like, why is she calling me randomly with the Berenstain Bears? No, my mom, like, she'll probably be thinking about that for a little while. She probably like, what? Like, I feel within the next couple minutes, she's going to be sending you messages. Like, why? Get, get, get. Like, what's going but on? But why, though? But why? <laughs> Love that. Um, that's so going to be at the beginning. Um... But yeah, I mean, that kind of, like, when that was, that literally legit got me shook. I was like, no way. I have to keep looking up this, because I remember specifically saying Berenstain Bears. Mm -hmm. I mean, I remember watching the show. I remember reading the books. I mean, yeah, just like you, Jenny, you mean you had those books. But, like, I specifically remember watching it. And, like, I just don't know why it never stuck. Um, I kind of wonder if, have we ever heard the creator actually speak about it and call it say Berenstain or Steen. Well it's their it's the creator's names, isn't it? Is it? I don't know. But see um it's Steinbeck. See Not that Steinbeck, that's sorry. what I'm kind <laughs> of wondering. You know how like um <laughs> like how in the uh, young Frankenstein it's yeah. Frankenstein. Sorry. You know what I mean? Or Frankenstein. Yeah, so like are we just saying it wrong? <laughs> like is it really is that how it's spelled, but it's said stain? Well, right? it's... Um, Berenstain? Well, it's spelled like stain, S-T-A-I-N. And it's created... The franchise was created by Stan and Jan. <laughs> Berenstain. <laughs> Berenstain. Yeah. I mean, Berenstain, 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 Stain, Stain, Stain. But Steen, it's not like it's a huge yeah. leap. You know what I mean? I guess it's just like... You know, when people say something incorrect for so long, people just kind of eventually go with it, mm-hmm. you know? It's spelled like stain, so I find that interesting that it's like, it's not even like where you can say, okay, well, it's still spelled like stain, but it's not. It's like my, <laughs> that's just me, my Rod Serling and Sterling moment. Yep. We kind of both had that at the same time. <laughs> okay, no, but that's, it's true though. Like, I specifically, re- I had a... That was the genuine, like, mind-blown moment when um, I really noticed that Rod Serling had no T in his name. And I was like, <gasps> I, I kind of felt like an idiot because I'd been saying his name for years, so, like, 
wrong for years and that's because I loved the Twilight Zone. And so I specifically, no, and nobody ever corrected me. So it was like your personal Mandela Yeah, my, <laughs> my own personal Twilight Zone. Yeah, so I would always, I, I always would say Sterling, Sterling, Sterling and no one ever corrected it. I, I, I even had conversations with people who would also say Sterling and all of a sudden it was like Sterling and I'm like, what? What? <laughs> mm -hmm. And we were talking about this before. And there's certain, like, examples that we've read in certain, like, you know, top 25 lists where we're like, okay, that could legitimately be, you know, the Mandela effect. Or it could just be people, like, not really, like, paying attention. So I'm going to go through a set of, go through one of the lists. And I want us to kind of say whether we think this is true Matrix like Mandela effect <laughs> that they changed it on us or it's just something that people just got wrong. Okay. Okay. So does does Darth Vader actually say, Luke, I am your father? See, that, I mean, that always tied into even merchandise. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, you see it being plastered out there. It's always been like, Luke, I am your father. Or people will replicate it. They'll do it on, fa you know, they did it on Family Guy. They'll do it on every type of other media. But then sometimes some people will step out and be like, no. Like, even, I think there's even a clip of James Earl Jones saying he remembers saying, saying he remembers it. Mm -hmm. He remembers saying Luke in that line. But he just says, no, no I, I am, am your, your father. father. No. So that's what, that's what even throws it out. Like, even the actor himself who threw the line mm -hmm. remembers specifically saying that. I kind of want to know. I want to I wanna ask specifically, like, an like a hardcore absolute Star Wars fan who like watched it in the theaters and wanted to like I want to know what if they remember it the actual way or how everybody else remembers it mm -hmm. you know because I wondered if, I wonder if like the hardcore fan would be like of course he never said Luke I am your father he always said no you know what I mean just like the Snow White one you know I know he, I know she never said mirror mirror mm. you know that like I just wonder if it's kind of one of those things so do we think this one's the Mandela effect or do we think this is just people getting it wrong it's people getting it wrong people buying into the merch yeah I think it's <laughs> buying like into it when when they have a good catchphrase that wasn't actually in the movie but they keep going with it yeah okay the next one the number of you US states so some people Obviously, like we all know that there's, there's 50. 50 states, yeah. but some people recall the United States having 51 or 52 states. Well, that's because people yeah. count Puerto Rico and stuff, right? No, they forget to count Alaska and Hawaii. No, Alaska and Hawaii is part of the 50. Mm -hmm. I think that they may count Puerto Rico, but them thinking that it's a state when they're actually just territories. Yeah. Oh. I don't know. I've never confused that. Yeah, I've, I've never. Known I know. Be fifty states. So people getting it wrong. Yeah, yeah. that's just stupidity. I'm <laughs> sorry, guys. Sorry, but sorry, not sorry, sorry, not sorry. That's like that's just because you didn't pay attention to school or count on the on the flag. Yeah. That was like an elementary thing for me. Like I legit have to come across. I never like. I, I mean, did you down. ever think that no. there was more than? I mean, you memorized flags when you were little. I did. Oh <laughs> I did when I was like. My dad always tells a story. When I was three, I went into like a. I think it was a car wash place or something. And I and <laughs> as he was like paying for the car wash, he was telling me that like there was a magazine that had the Chinese flag, and like. 
like China. The, yeah, I went up to and I was like China, and then I, I like there was a girl in back of my dad waiting to pay, and I was just like China, and she got freaked out because she's like, how does he know? You know? <laughs> <laughs> Baby genius. Okay. <laughs> okay, the next one. Uh, we are the champion lyrics. That one does it actually say of the world at the very end? No, it doesn't. No, no, it doesn't. It doesn't. It, doesn't. it just ends. it just ends, and it's so weird because you catch there's some people where you'll catch them singing that song, and I've 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 wanted to test people out to see if they do it because it's so like in that song is just like the same thing over and over, the, you know, the repetition, just to catch them off guard, and I like to see them say it, and I'm just like, where did you get that from? Because he obviously does not say that at the very end. It just kind of—it's a long, distort, uh, drawn-out chord, and it just ends. Yeah, it's like one of those things like you—you you like want to say it, and you can't. Be, I mean, not that you can't, but <laughs> you want to say it, but it just—it does not exist. The limit yeah. does not exist. The limit does not exist. <laughs> Where do you uh, think people heard it though? Like, wh- because it says it in the song. It's, it's just over in and over. the song. Mm-hmm. It's, it's part of the chorus. The it's no. just not at the end because mm. it's just like this hanging note. Mm. It doesn't really be, and it doesn't really end on like a. It kind of like like okay. It's like a a sentence that just has no period. I guess <laughs> no ellipses because on the radio it's normally pla- paired with uh, "We Will Rock You." Mm. If you've ever heard it on the radio, a lot of the times it's those two songs put together. Mm. Because what we we will rock you is like a minute, and well, not just that, but like both of them get played a lot at sporting events and yeah. stuff like that. So that honestly is just like, what do you what do you think? Fed into it? No, that's just people not paying attention. <laughs> like to be completely honest, I mean that was one of the things I noticed when I was because re- okay, what I noticed stuff like like that when it comes to music and lyrics because I sing out I sing aloud a lot. So I don't ever want to be embarrassed when it comes to like <laughs> you know what I mean? So Where you're just like you're the only one singing in the Exactly. Car, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's why I've noticed it. I mean I've always noticed it. So it's not like it just all of a sudden changed and I didn't realize when it did. Okay. Uh, the next one. How is Oscar Mayer spelled? Well, we have a song. My <laughs> baloney has a first name. It's O S C A R. My baloney has a second name. It's M A Y E R. See, some people believe it's M E Y E R. Mayer. Like Mayer. Oscar Mayer. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Oscar Mayer. Wait, weird off-topic. Oh, well. Oscar Mayer. No, hold on. Well, <laughs> weird off topic. Is that how John Mayer says M A Y E R? How does he say his name? I guess Mayer would. Mayer. Well, Mayer is M A Y. Is M E Y E R? No, a mayor. Like a mayor of a town. M A Y O R. Mayor. Mayor. Oh, okay. Yeah. How do you spell Mayer? <laughs> like, no, John Mayer is J A M A Y E R. Really? Yeah. M A Y E R. Mayor. Huh. huh. Maybe that's why. <laughs> Next one. M-A-Y-E-R. It is M-A-Y-E-R, right? Mm-hmm. So, out of that one, that's just pure people not paying attention. I mean, it says it even directly in the freaking song. And, I mean, it's been preached. It's always been on every radio station or has been on every So, radio. does that mean that they sing it wrong? M-A-Y-E-R. No, they sing M-A-Y-E-R. No, but, like, 
the people who have it wrong that they sing it wrong. Maybe they never knew the song. M E Y E R. Yeah, maybe they never knew the song. That's what I'm thinking. What else? Okay, the next one. There was a good one. A lot of them have to do with spellings. Like, I'm noticing a lot of them have to do with, like, like whiteout. It doesn't have an H in it. It's just W-I-T-E. Um, I don't think I ever noticed that. You know, Gandhi isn't spelled G-H-A-N-D-I. It's hmm? G-A-N-D-H-I. It's, like, stuff like that where I'm like, okay, well, it's just people misspelling things. Or well, like, it's just pe- people not putting enough attention. Yeah. Putting enough... Smokey the paying Bear. Paying enough attention. Oh, yeah. It's actually just Smokey, Smokey Bear. Bear. Uh-huh. Um, what, which we no longer have. If you build it, he will come. It's, if you build it, they no. will they, come. It's if they build it. Is it? If, if, if you, you build, build it, it they, they will come. come. Oh, okay. Um, I never saw a Field of Dreams, so I don't care. I'm a Barbie girl. Yeah, we said in that. the Barbie world. Oh. That's like again when we were talking about like, yeah. or that one was somewhat debunked. Is the Panic at the Disco was? Oh, the... see, I never got that one wrong either. It's just like it's something that if you just hear it wrong, then you just keep singing it over and over again. Yeah, wrong. So we wouldn't really much count those. Closing the goddamn door. <laughs> right? Yes, yes. It's not, is it the? It's God- closing the damn door. Closing a goddamn door. No? Closing the goddamn door? What is it? I can't remember. But I want to say. I figure it's a uh, because he's not talking to anybody specific. He's just saying, like, y'all, close the fucking door. <laughs> close close the goddamn door, for Christ's sake. <laughs> like Brandon Eury. I mean, even though he knew, he wrote it, so he knew it. And I think he called it. Okay. Like, haven't you ever heard of closing a door? Yeah, it's it's closing the goddamn door. Oh, it's the. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Haven't people ever heard of closing the goddamn door? Closing the I goddamn mean, door. Whatever. It, it. I mean, it's how are you? It, it's words like okay. It's like those minute things like uh the or and and the stuff like that is like does it really make a difference? Now this one. Have you ever heard of Jiffy peanut butter? <laughs> <laughs> I've heard of this one before, and people are stupid. <laughs> I'm just like, seriously, why would you? Con- it's not Jiffy. It's Jif. <laughs> Jif. <laughs> it's just Jif. It's like GIF. It's Jif. Well, Jif is with a J. GIF is with a G. I swear to God. That's another, that's another one. That's fight another one. me on that one. Fight me. Fight on me. That. Change my mind. <laughs> no. Um, we were talking about this one before we started recording, and I got (laughs) real triggered. (laughs) (laughs) Not as much now, you're holding back. (laughs) Well, it's just so stupid. Like, why the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Never mind. Full force. (laughs) How could you confuse Skip, Skippy? Okay, this is why. (laughs) This is why I think people are confusing Jif with Jiffy, because they're thinking of Skippy peanut butter. And it's Skippy peanut butter is a different brand than Jif peanut butter. That's my story. I'm sticking to it. That makes sense. Um, (laughs) And the last one. Let's do one more. It's a good one. Okay. Hannibal Lecter ever say hello Clarice. Okay. So that one does trip me up because. That one is kind of weird. I swear to God he does. I swear he does. Like you watch, like I watch the YouTube I, videos. I can specifically. And you wait for it, but it's not there. Uh, yeah, I specifically remember in my mind 
him saying that and and I can hear him saying it too. It's it sounds like uh, well, that and was, he doesn't. And that was alert. Alert. <laughs> <laughs> He does not. <laughs> well, that was the thing. Me, I hadn't watched that movie. It wasn't until you guys really sat me down too to watch it. Um, but yeah, I had thought all this whole time. I mean. Just again, just like Star Wars merchandise. Does he even saying? Yeah, say it's it like in, a merchandise thing, probably. Yeah. Or, Does he even say it in Hannibal? Oh, I don't even know. I well, never really watched Hannibal close enough to really pay attention. Well, the thing is, I probably would just kind of push that aside because I just feel like I kind of do want to watch the rest of the series because there's two more. There's that one and Red Dragon. Where the hell Red Dragon's good? I like them. <laughs> Hannibal was a little too much for me. Oh, I saw it when I was little. I remember, but. I mean, I watched it with my parents. We went to the movies and watched it. And I remember sitting there thinking, <laughs> specifically thinking, wow, I'm surprised my mom's not covering <laughs> 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 um, But, I mean, I understood the whole thing, and I was just a little too, like, oh, that's a little too much. But also being truly upset that um, oh, yeah. that it was Julianne Moore in the role, <laughs> in the role and not um, <laughs> and not Jodie Foster. Foster. But I, just, I, I specifically remember thinking, this is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel it might At be... At nine years old. Huh? But I feel that might be a trade-off for them doing again. Like, we've, I've said this in a previous episode, is that you wouldn't consider them being a different actor, but they're still trying to portray the role. But Hannibal Lecter, before Silence of the Lambs, Red Dragon, and Hannibal, they were his... Uh, what was the name of the movie? It was with Brian Cox. Was there mm-hmm. his interpretation? Manhunter. Manhunter. Oh yes. Which with him and then, yeah, it was just. And that was a good movie, but that one, they actually remade it into Red Dragon. Really? Uh huh. So that's Red, what it was supposed to be. Okay. Yeah, Red Red Dragon. It's pretty much Red Dragon is and Manhunter are based off the same book called mm-hmm. Red Dragon. Mm-hmm. Okay. One of the things I just like to I just like to it's just a fun fact. So Hannibal came out before uh, 9-11. And what a lot of people don't realize is how long Osama Bin Laden was like on the top most wanted list. Yeah. And when she's looking on the internet through the most wanted list, his picture is there. Osama Bin Laden, it's just kind of interesting to like look back and be like... <gasps> so was he under number two? Was he under Hannibal or... Oh, I don't know if I don't know if she, I I really don't know who was number one or what rank he was. I just know he was on there. That day to me, when finding out this is a side note, was like finding out that day that we actually got him wasn't as eventful as I thought it was gonna be because like yeah we caught a criminal we did all we did what we could. I I was working at the airport and I like snatched up probably two papers <laughs> that day when I found it because of. Of course, they were going to print it on the paper. Mm-hmm. It was the New York Times, and uh, we had USA Today when I was working at that job, and I immediately grabbed, like, two papers, and, and then I was just like, cool, we got them. <laughs> but it wasn't, like, a big hurrah kind of thing. Bum, bum, bum. There's no more? Like, like no, like, huge Well, ones? I mean, the other ones we could go off of would be, um, and that one we've always debunked, which was the Monopoly Man, does he have a monocle or not? No. Because who were we? I've heard that one before. And even when I heard it the first time, I don't quite, I don't remember him with a monocle. Also, I feel like people were confusing him with Mr. Peanut. Who does have a monocle? But then even on, even a crazier note, even, this is a bit of a stretch. Because this even goes to future films. Is that in the Ace Ventura, if you want to count it. (laughs) 
But he does encounter a short guy who does tend to look like Mr. Moneybags, which is even funnier because it was like, that's kind of like, does he or does he not? Because even in that movie, he has a monocle <laughs> as not being him. But Interesting. Yeah, he picks him up and he's like, he legit, his line is, who is this ghastly man? Puts a monocle and I'm like, picks him up and he's like, and you must be the Monopoly guy, <laughs> is his legit line. And that makes me laugh like every single time. I think the bigger one that hit the internet that people still fight to the to this day, besides the flat earth theory, and we'll get into that later, <laughs> is the Sinbad being oh, a genie. Oh, yeah, that's true. That is the biggest one. Um, besides the And then we the grew up during bears. the 90s, and we know bad films. <laughs> In fact, that's, that's what I feel really like, besides the Berenstain Bears, Berenstain Bears thing... Um, that's the other one that everybody legitimately remembers. And I swear to God, I have an image of Sinbad in a genie costume. But not not, not necessarily a whole movie. But I, I feel like I've seen him in some sort of genie costume. And that just never happened. No, we got stuck with Shaq. We got stuck with Shazam, which... That's still not bad. I don't remember Shazam. No? I remember, I remember it. Not Shazam. Kazam. Oh. Shazam is the... Oh, because... Damn Isn't it. Shazam the comic book? Yes. The Damn it. <laughs> Mr. Comic Book Guy. <laughs> You're tired. <laughs> the last one that I can see on here that was, that I think that would kind of stump people up is whether or not Sally Field actually said during her Oscar acceptance speech, uh, you oh, like yeah. me, you really like me. Okay, so I'm about to like blow y'all's mind. So you just mentioned Sally Field, right? And then we also mentioned the Hello Clarice thing mm-hmm. and then you also just mentioned the money bags the right in um ace ventura. ace ventura all three of those references are in jim carrey movies <laughs> oh wow <laughs> oh, bam bam the mask ace ventura oh and uh the cable guy the cable guy so i kind of wonder if um that's a random connection <laughs> <laughs> it's like so, the kevin bacon without kevin bacon <laughs> so i kind of wonder degrees. if like if it took someone like jim carrey because he's such a outlandish person that his impressions just kind of stick with you because he's so extra mm-hmm. um literally make it so that is what stays in your mind more than the actual, actual source and that's what everybody's remembering yeah it could be where it's just like us as kids obviously when we watch jim carrey movies that's what we're going to remember we don't actually have like the context of what he was making fun of you know so we go and we remember those lines and take them as if Mm -hmm. that's what was actually said Mm -hmm. even that point in time Mm -hmm. i still laugh at the whole fact that i remember even growing up watching in living color that's a friggin 80s to 90s comedy group or comedy retro group that like i felt if it, if, if it would have surpassed like everything else now i felt that was like the, another snl but that wasn't that bad he hadn't officially came out i guess as jim carrey because even in the james, james carrey it was james carrey in the credit rolls for like the longest time how funny yep it was like marlon waynes damon waynes so-and-so james carrey i'm like james carrey is such a weird yeah name like i'm glad he switched it to jim carrey mm-hmm. that's like well I, that's even in the earth girls are easy i think even it's james carrey and then i think even in once bitten is another one too really i've never seen that one i've seen that one that's 
So, like a really big, logically, the Mandela effect, I mean, obviously we're not in an alternate universe or in, you know, the Matrix. It's fun to think about, obviously. But um, logically, we can all pretty much chalk chalk it up to false memory and just pretty much poor memory. Memories terrible like it's nothing to hold any stake to you know like you can't you can't hold any proof on memory at all even in court like eyewitnesses are not very reliable because of memory you know what i mean and in fact like things like trauma and stuff affect it (laughs) that's just going to a little extreme but I mean, false memory is is pretty... I mean, there's a whole bunch of different kinds of experiments that just go to show you how bad memory is. Mm -hmm. My favorite one is probably the experiment that they did where they had people and their families, right? Their families were in on this, so they... Let's pretend we're doing it on you, Stephen. So we show you this picture of you in an air balloon. And it was like... Remember that time where, like, we're looking through pictures and we're like, remember that time when in an air balloon? And you're like, whenever went in an air balloon. And we're like, yeah, you did. Yeah, look. And so it's like we're showing you this picture of you in an air balloon. And all of a sudden you, like, remember this entire day and story about how we went in an air balloon and you, like, everything you saw and whatever. And it was completely just planted there just because we, like made this picture of you and literally told you and it was backed up by your family like we we told your family okay so we're gonna tell him that we went on this air balloon show him this picture and like see what he says you know when in fact that never happened so there's videos on youtube of people doing that exact experiment and it's really pretty creepy like it's kind of like Have you ever heard or... I know you and I, Oscar, have been in an instance where we've heard a certain story over and over and over again. And there was a friend of ours that just, like, she convinced herself that That she she was was there. there. And she never was. And we would be like, no, you were never there. It's like you weren't even... Like, it was during the summer and you weren't even in town that summer. Yeah. It's like you were never even there. And she's like, no, she insists that she was there. It's like you tell it and then it's pretty much like we've told her or we've told the story so much to where she's probably she placed herself in the scenario or a situation where she's like yeah i remember and this even to the point where it's like i was sitting here i was looking at this person and this person looked like this and it's just kind of like dude you were never there (laughs) (laughs) yeah 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 so i mean it's it's pretty intense you know so that memory can do to you and that can happen to like individuals but what do you think would happen the what, impact like what how, well, how does it happen to where it happens to a large group of people well i mean you can definitely kind of kind of chalk that up to mob mentality also mm-hmm. i feel like a lot of people if they're in the same group and it's just like oh you know that wall is yellow you know, and all of a sudden, everybody else, fifty people in that in that room can say can say that wall is yellow, and that one person is like, no, it's white. You know what I mean? But all of a sudden, just because all these people are saying that it's yellow, that person who obviously knows it's white is going to say it's yellow too, just so that they don't Feel look like the odd it. man out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it could be that way. It could be like, yeah, like when you're little, you're impressionable. 
So if a lot of these things, which most of these things are from our childhood, or they're household things that, you know, unless you have a specific memory attached to them, <laughs> going back to memory, or if you're very observant, you know, things like that, you they're easily, you know, manipulated in your mind. Mm-hmm. That's what I think we could end it on, is that I saw one of my friends post this, and it's funny, because I didn't really, I mean, I know she's more of an 80s baby, and but she left a 90s post in the 90s post and I, I, I'm i gonna share this on the page but it legit says 90s kids all the memories no evidence what do you mean that's what it says like 90 that's all it legit says as a 90s kids we have tons of memories but we have no evidence meaning like what because we got rid of everything I guess I don't get it I think that's crap because <laughs> we're probably I know a lot of us save a lot of stuff from yeah I think if, if anything like we're the ones who won't let anything Oh. Yeah, I, like, think, I think that's why we're so nostalgic is because we, we have so we had we were like the first generation that had so many means of actually like cataloging and archiving things uh-huh. and like you said not wanting to let things not go not wanting to let things go mm-hmm. like I mean I mean I still have like you know VHS's that I recorded of TV shows same you know back at home I don't mm-hmm. know where they are I don't know where VCR is but you know <laughs> It'll get there one day. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's interesting. I find, wanna, find out what that yeah. post is supposed to mean. Yeah, we'll we'll repost it on the Facebook page, and then you guys can also leave some comments to let us know what you all think. Also, let us know if there's any Mandela effects that uh, that you found really interesting or that blew your mind that we didn't talk about today, and uh, maybe we can maybe we can bring it up at a later date. That'd be really really cool. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Well, that's been our show. Again, if you want to get, if you want to communicate with us, if you want to get in contact with us, give us some show ideas. Make sure that you uh, reach us at on Twitter. The T is it at TNN Podcast? Yep. Okay. I, I never can remember. <laughs> yeah, the Twitter is at TNN Podcast. The Instagram and Facebook are the exact same thing. The New Nostalgia Podcast on Facebook. We are at the on YouTube, the New Nostalgia Podcast Network is the only one that's different. Okay. So make sure you follow us, like us, and subscribe. I'm Oscar. I'm Jenny. And I'm Bud. Stay classy.